Today I want to talk about freedom of life. What is freedom truly? And what is the first steps towards that freedom? Hello, my name is Yuri. Thank you for watching Reality of Faith and Wisdom podcast. And thank you for, to, uh, thank you for everyone that's, uh, that's been sharing and uh, writing messages and encouraging messages. So thank you so, so much. Now, you've probably heard these expressions, freedom of the heart, freedom of mind, freedom, finan financial freedom, intellectual freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom of information, land of the free, all these things. And gosh, and I've heard all of them. And even I, I part of my life, I lived in, uh, in Ukraine, but America was that land that you can do whatever you want. You know, that, uh, that you can dream and go for it, the, the land of the free. Now, do we truly live that out? What is true freedom is? You see, growing up as a parent, I have, I have three kids. We want good things for our kids. So we always try to tell them, hey, what's good for them? We always try to tell them, hey, do this, do that. And, uh, and from a, a small age, we try to kind of program our kids. Hey, go to school, finish high school, go to college, right? And then you will live a good life. Then you will have a better life. Then, and, 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 and this formula is almost the same. It's, it's, it's been the same for so long and it fails over and over and over and over and over again. I believe in, 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 in high school, I believe in colleges, but that's not where freedom is found and that's not where life is found. That's not where everything in life is found. Now, here's the thing, some people, will chase dreams dreams of man i just want to do this or do that i want to go travel the world and people think that that's where freedom is as long as i am traveling i'm good as long as i'm in the air as long as i'm i'm chasing something that's freedom some people will change uh, will chase financial free freedom money and they think that as long as I have X amount of dollars in, in the bank and as long as I, I, I conquer more and, and do more, that's where truly freedom is. Some people will chase fame. Some people will chase knowledge and understanding. But not in any of these things you will find freedom. Not in money, not in information, dreams or anything. That, that's not where freedom is. You see, famous people commit suicide just uh, just the same thing with people with lo lots of money you can see statistics how many people commit a suicide and get to this point of like i don't want to live no more and that's broke pe people do the same lonely people social people drug uh, uh, pe people who who, who are um uh, full of drugs and alcohol and, and 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 all these things i mean you you can you can find so many different uh walks of life and they all, you can see that they all commit suicide. It's not like, okay, no, only broke people commit suicide or only lonely people commit suicide. No. In Hollywood and on the street. So where is freedom? Where can we find it and what is it? What is the first step towards it? You see, Bible says very plainly. It says, so Christ has truly set you free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Jesus has the key to freedom. And you probably have heard that over and over. And some, peop some people say, yeah, yeah, I believe in Jesus. But again, do they live in freedom? 
So Christ has truly set us free. That's Galatians 1. So now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Now, we can uh, understand it, but never discover it. We can understand that Jesus is the door to freedom, but never discover the freedom. We can believe, but never taste it. Because Bible says the demons believe and tremble. We can receive salvation, but live with the baggage of this world until the day we die. So what is slavery to the law? If you look at the culture of, uh, of the day when, G when Jesus walked walk on this earth, you can see that the law was their culture. The law was their financial, uh, fi uh, final authority. The law was their way of life. The law was a spiritual authority at the same time. It, it, the law was an indicator how successful you are. It was the way of life. As a matter of fact, if you live there, you better live like everyone else or you will be exiled from them. And you see, that's not how God intended to live. God truly gave us in, in, the, in the beginning, God, when God created Adam and Eve, he gave them freedom. He gave them amazing place. He said, here, enjoy. Enjoy the work of your hands. Go do whatever you want. Be in charge of, of all these things. But yet we rejected it because we wanted some more this mysterious thing. What is evil? What is knowledge? What is in? We wanted to rise up and have control. And you see, the moment we wanted to be in control, that's, that's, that's where bondage comes in. Because in Christianity and with Jesus Christ, that's the opposite. And you surrender control to him and he leads your life and you are living a different life. But that, that is another subject. Now, so, so in those days, you have to live like everyone else. And that's the, that's God. Let me kind of go back just a little bit. God gave us only 10 commandments. Don't kill, don't steal, don't lie. Just the simple ones. But in that day, they've created so many laws and so many different things. And you have to follow it. Otherwise, you will be exiled. You'll be rejected. And, and all that, the more they do what the law says, the better than others they become. Like the more I do what the law says, the more I do what the culture says of that time when Jesus will walk 2000 years ago, when Jesus walked on this planet Earth, the more I do what law says, the better I become. It's all self self me my pride my thing it was self-focused now kind of like today because there is no tolerance for believing in God anymore people will ridicule you people will laugh at you people will tell tell you that you're crazy and people will say well that's not where freedom is truly freedom just do whatever you want to hear right now how the, the flow of this world but you know what but the more you look at the life out there in this world, as far as as far as me, I don't want to I don't want to touch that with the 50 foot pole, because for me to see the world that you are waiting for Friday night and you waiting to get drunk and get late and wake up with somebody that you don't even know and wake up and puke all over yourself because you over you over drink or, or, or drugs or whatever the heck you were in. And then and then on Monday become miserable, go to work and 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 all this stinge of 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 the weekend and then wait for another Friday to do to do all over again. That is not freedom. For me, that's not freedom. Actually, that's what God saved me from. 
And for me to look at that and say, man, that's just do whatever you want. Just be, just feel. And it's all about the heart. And it's all about me, 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 me. Just live like you want it. In those days, it was law. And that law was self-focused too. You know, look at me, I'm better. Today, it's all the, exactly in the same way, the, the, this culture of this world. And just, just do whatever you want. Follow your heart. Neither is where freedom is found. See, the world want you to follow the rules, and yet we hate rules. We introduce so many rules in today's economy with all these masks and COVID regulations, everything. I mean, we, we put more rules and more rules and more rules and more rules, and that's exactly what you see, why you see the people are, are, are rebellious against the rules, and people don't want to follow all, all these rules. The rules will never save any, in, in anybody. You see, the world wants you to focus and follow the socialistic world, the liberal world, the self-focused world. And as long as you follow like everyone else, you're fine. But God is the one that called you to freedom in Galatians 5.8. God did. This world is not calling you to freedom. God did. God called you to true freedom. God is calling you to freedom today. Rebellion against this world is not living like the world, but li living a totally opposite from this world. For in Galatians 5.13, it says, for you have been called to live in freedom. So now we understand that Jesus where the freedom can be found. We can understand that. But again, some people and a lot of people don't grasp that and they'll walk and they'll no live in that. But the first step, the first step, in discovering freedom is this, the first step, and, and let me just say it even bolder, the, the only step in discovering freedom is this. In Galatians 5.14, it says this, for the whole law can be summed up in one command. Let me stop here for a second before I, re, I, read, on, I read the answer. For the whole law can be summed up in this command. The whole law, everything, all 10 commandments, all the past, every single thing. Love your neighbor as yourself. That's where freedom is. The life, free, the life that focuses on someone else and not myself, not me, and not my heart, not my mind, what I want to do, but living a selfless life. As a matter of fact, the whole chapter of Galatians 5 talk about that and talk about this freedom. The life that focuses on others. And, and here's the thing. If you truly look into the, the way we live in some aspects of life. Now, marriage, right? Successful marriage is focuses on not, not me, but on others. If you want to have a successful marriage, well, love, as far as if I'm the husband, love your wife with all your might, your soul, your heart, everything, and focus on her, please her, and in, it's a two-way street. And now she, in, in return, she focuses not on herself, but on you, and that's where successful marriage is. It's selfless marriage. When it comes to raising kids, again, it's a selfless because you're not focusing on yourself, but you're focusing on your kids. If you want to be a great employee and rise up and, you know, have raises and become a manager, become a general manager, whatever, CEO, if you want to become that employee, it's all, you have to focus on selfless. How can I make this company better? If I'm here, what can I do? How can I contribute? 
Great friends is the same thing. You don't find a great friend who focuses only on himself and how he wants to do what he wants to do, the desires of his heart, and, and you just kind of follow as a tail. No, the great friend sees your heart, sees what you want to do, sees your pain, and, 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 and that, that's the two-way street too. And, and the, the other friend sees the, op, the same thing, and they help each other. They're in times of need, they, they are there for one another. That is a great friend. And so if we really truly look how we should live, it's all selfless. But when it comes to this idea of freedom, we think it's all self-ish. As long as I fulfill my heart desire, that's where freedom is. As long as I reach my goals, that, that is the freedom. You see, let me tell you this, this story as I close this, this podcast. In 2010, actually, let me rewind. In 2005, we started this band called Hardy Avenue. And uh, I was a youth pastor for about six years, five years, youth leader and all, all these things. And uh, work with youth. Youth was in my house day in and day out. I was in ministry. I thought I loved it. And then God kind of closed that door. And at one o'clock in the morning, I, uh, when my cousin died, I had a conversation with him right before he died and he told me how he found love and he found God and about two weeks later he was gone and he, he was so full of life and anyway I, I woke up at one in the morning and I wrote every word that he told me and I put it into a song. I was not a songwriter, I was not a, I played guitar a little bit and, and so from that the Hardy Avenue was birthed, I, I, I decided to to, hey, you know what, there's many kids that are hurting. I can go where we can sing and we can pre I can preach to them. And, and so 2005, from 2005 until 2010, we were trying to reach the dreams. And finally in 2010, we had a record deal. And talk about, oh my gosh, some of the American idols were, were on our record la label. Kenny Chesney was there and, and there was other people that was famous of that day were working with that record la label. And so as young kids, we were, that was the highlight of our life. Man, we are having a record deal. Now, before we go into studio, we were supposed to get a hotel there, stay there for a week and record that album about, I think four or five or six days. We had everything done, everything practiced and we were recording an album. Now we're so excited. I mean, it's the moment of like, oh, finally we reached what we wanted. And I thought this is it. This is where the life truly is. Long story short, the, in that time, it was in Oklahoma, it was the craziest ice storm I mean, there was there in, in, a, in a couple of decades. I mean, the trees were free. The branches was freezing. Trees were falling. The, there was ice everywhere. And it was and they in Oklahoma declared a state of emergency. The studio shut down. We pretty much was, hey, we have to leave. You can't record an album. We just started with the first or second song. We were so hyped up. And now we're driving home on ice, barely crawling because it was all ice. I mean, my grill, we, would, we, we drove a van. In the front of the grill, there was two inches of ice. I had to break it off because the engine was overheating. There was no flow in the, of air in the grill. And we're driving, we're all mad, like, why does it have to do it today? Why is this happening? And we're all just mad, like, this is, finally we reached something. Where freedom is like, oh my gosh, love, love our, love my, my life. 
And we got hungry and we pulled over to this Burger King and all hungry, all pissed off. <laughs> and we're sitting down and I just ordered my Burger King uh, uh, burger. I'm about to eat it. And Holy Spirit in that moment uh, told me, go talk to this, this one, one guy that was sitting just about across, across the room from us. I saw him earlier. He was walking with the cane. He was kind of limping a little bit. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, that's just me. That's just my, my illusion or something. I, I put that burger down. And as soon as I picked it up again to eat it, Holy Spirit says, go talk to him. And that happened three times. And I'm, I'm sitting there kind of just like, oh my gosh, okay. After third time, I went and talked to him. I said, sir, I, I, I don't know why I'm here. Uh, God told me to come talk to you. I uh, don't even know what I need to talk to you about. I just wanted to say that I'm available and God wanted me to talk to you. That dude started just crying instantly in the moment. And he said, son, you have no idea what you did. Two or three hours ago, I walked into my apartment. I live just across the street from here. And I walked in uh, and, and into my apartment and I caught my wife cheating with another man. Not only that, I caught my wife cheating. She also gave me a divorce paper, said she already filed it and, and she's been prepping that for a while. Not only that happened, but uh, my, I'm working with this cane because my knee is uh, failing for the second or third time. The operation, and, and he, he did an operation on his knee and it didn't work and some infection happened, this and that. I'm going to do this operation again. He said, on top of that, we just moved here a year ago because it was a job transfer. I don't have any friends. My wife was everything I know. She's my friend, she's everything. And when I finally discover all these things and I, I caught her cheating and all, all these things happened and I didn't want to live no more. I was going to commit a suicide. There's, what's the point? There's nowhere for me to go. Everything I have, I've lost. My, my health is falling. I'm 60-something years old. His name was John. And he said, I was walking around Burger King in this ice storm, and I was saying just one phrase, God, if you're alive, you let me know that there is a purpose for me to live. If not, I'm going to take my life. When he said that, man, I just, I started crying. And I realized that God put someone else's life in the palm of my hand. Till today, and well, let me just finish this story. I prayed with him. I, I stayed in contact with him. He did not commit a, su a suicide. I sent some books to him and it, and it was an amazing thing. Now, till today, I don't care about that recording. I don't care about that record deal. I don't care about those hides and reaching something. But the pivotal and the most amazing uh, time was that those 10 or 20 minutes sitting with that man and speaking life into him and seeing him cry, seeing him, man, discovering that there is, but God was saying that, hey, I love you, I see you. You walking around Burger King saying, I'm gonna take, I'm taking my life. And God said, and God started speaking to him through me. And it was such a, such a moment of my life, such, such, a, such a powerful moment that I realized that's the only thing that makes sense in this world. When we are selfless, when we're focusing on others, when we living that life that it's not just ourselves and in return, when we trust him, God will build us. God will show you how powerful he can be in your life.
Because Jesus set you free. But discovering freedom and those, the first step is understanding of this one concept, living a selfless life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. He walked away from heaven. He walked away from all the glory. He walked away from all these things. Now, I, I can say that, hey, that moment in 2010 when we were recording, it was fun. We reached something. But the best thing that ever happened in that moment, in that day, is that meeting with Mr. John. And seeing that he has still have a purpose and have a life and have a future. You see, I don't think that anyone will be able to right away discover salvation, freedom, knowledge, understanding. It's, it's little steps. I think it's like, a, you know, I would say it's, it's two, three steps forward and then one step back. Two, three step forwards and one step back. And don't get disappointed when your life is not going in the way it's going. I, many times I got disappointed and Lord, I, I thought I saw the answer and then, and then it's dead end. Just keep on pressing on. Keep on living that selfless life in marriage. Keep on loving your wife with all your heart and your mind. In, in, in friendship with as a father and mother. Invest in, in and that's how this world is, is built. Invest. It's a selfless world. You want to have successful marriage, be selfless. You want to have successful and amazing kids, be selfless and discover their gifts. You want to have successful and you want to have some good friend, uh, friends in your life, be selfless. If you want to go high in your company and in, in workplace, be selfless. And you will discover strength beyond this world. You will discover understanding beyond this world. And you will truly live life of this of freedom, meaning and purpose. See, reality of faith and wisdom is, is in this. When you surrender your heart to Jesus, you will find faith. But when you embrace His Word in your life, you will find wisdom. And when you do that, you will find a selfless life. You will discover life full of life, love, purpose, and meaning. May God bless you and always be with you all the days of your life. Until next time, my name is Yuri. I'll see you on the next podcast. Don't forget to share.